Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach, and I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hi, friends, and welcome to this special solo episode of the podcast. You may have noticed that I'm not doing the solo episodes as much as I used to because I've just got so many incredible people that I want to keep sharing with you. However, as we approach the one-year anniversary of the first lockdowns from the global pandemic, I definitely feel a number of different emotions and feelings around this past year. And interestingly, I definitely have this sense of loss and of longing and really missing physical connections more than I ever had before. And I would say the reason that I feel like this is just the memory of where we were a year ago and we didn't realize that so many of the things that we were doing would be the last time that we did this, this, and this for at least the next year. I certainly didn't know that when I took a ferry over for an event on the mainland, so I live on Vancouver Island, which means that if I want to attend a lot of events, usually I'm taking a ferry. It's about a two-hour ride to the mainland and attending a larger event in Vancouver. So I certainly did not realize that when I got on a ferry back at the end of February, 2020, that that would be the last time I took a ferry for over a year. You see, I've been living on Vancouver Island for just over two years and I really enjoyed taking the ferry. I would take the ferry at least once a month. Sometimes I would take the ferry just to go over for the day, maybe have lunch with my sister or meet up with some amazing women in my networking group or to hang out with some of my friends that I do business with. And truly, I did take it for granted that leaving the island every single month would be something that I could always do. I was careful to have gratitude for those ferry trips. And I know often people complain about the ferries, but for me, I always had this sense of gratitude that I had a way to live in one of the most beautiful places in the world and have public transit that allowed me to travel back to the mainland at my leisure whenever I needed. And I'll tell you, watching a sunrise or a sunset from the ferry is so incredibly special. I actually remember that that trip, I had my big coat and my toque and scarf so that I could go out on the deck to catch the sunrise as I traveled over to the mainland. That trip was for an event that we had for my business in USANA. It was a big Canadian event, and I'm so incredibly grateful that it was an event for so many of my friends. We had corporate team travel from all over Canada and the U.S., 
And I got to see so many of my friends that if it had been a smaller scale event, a lot of them might not have shown up. I had the luxury of staying overnight at a hotel, which again, was the last time in a year that I've stayed in a hotel and I had my bathing suit and this hotel has an outdoor pool that you can swim in all the time of the year. That was the last time that I was in a pool of any kind and I love to swim. I just feel right now this true sense of like, all the things that that we didn't get to experience in the past year. And I realize that it's it's only one year and likely only maybe six to eight months until we can start to experience some of these things again. But I don't know about you, but I don't think we're ever going to go back to the way things were. I'm not sure when I'm going to feel comfortable being in a crowd of a hundred or a thousand or 10,000 people. I really have so much gratitude that I decided to go on that trip and to take a night away from, you know, my situation at home and to spend some time with my friends and to also see my sister That was the last time that I saw my sister and her family in their home. We've seen them once since the beginning of the pandemic. They did come to the island for a camping trip over the summer, and we spent an afternoon with them. But that's it. And of course, the real irony of all of this is that the reason my family originally had moved to BC three years ago was to spend more time with my family, my sister and her kids included. So to me, it's kind of crazy that this past year, we've barely been able to see each other. I imagine that for many of you, you're also in the same situation. You had no idea that that last birthday party, family get together, quick vacation in early February would be the last for some time. And so I wanted to have a moment to let you know and to share you know, how I've been feeling about this because... It's okay to feel a bit of a sense of loss and a sense of sadness as we approach these one-year milestones of being in a global pandemic. None of us were prepared for this. We never expected to have our lives changed in such a dramatic way over such a short period of time. And knowing that this is still not over, who knows what the future will bring. I will say that it's hard to believe in a way how quickly the past year has gone by. Now, there were definitely moments in the past year where it felt like days were dragging on and on and on. You know, I remember there was this great TikTok video that went around where it had the video of January February and then March and March and March and March and March because it felt like we never really, you know, got out of March for a really long time. And we had a little bit of a taste of getting things back to, you know, being normal towards the end of the summer where it was a little bit safer to, to come out and spend some time outside. The winter has made things so much more difficult. 
And we've all had to learn new ways to live and to act and to exist in a world where so many things that we took for granted have been taken away or put on pause, or maybe they will never return. It's a great question, right? Will we ever really feel comfortable going on cruise ships again? I I don't know. I don't have an answer for you on that. I know that many people are comfortable taking planes and there will be people that will never set foot on a plane again. We have learned so many new ways of living in this time. And I think what I'm longing for the most right now is that feeling of getting together in person. Now I'm an introvert. I know that's hard to believe, but one of the key traits of an introvert is that after you attend an event in person or you're surrounded by a lot of people, and I find the same actually with a a Zoom meeting with a lot of people, is that the way that I recharge myself as I need to be away from people afterwards. I always kind of thought that I was an extrovert, but I didn't really understand why in-person events would tire me out so much and why I craved being alone so much. I spend a lot of my time alone and in quiet And it never made sense to me because I'd been labeled as an extrovert. And I found out, you know, in the last couple of years that there are many people who are situational extroverts, but in general, they are introverts. And one of the key things to that is to where do you recharge your energy? And if you hang around with me on social media, you know that I recharge my energy by going to the beach. I still miss being in a crowd and having ways to create new connections with people in a way that a Zoom meeting does not allow. I will say that breakout rooms are definitely one of the things that I like more about Zoom meetings because you get a chance to actually meet a few people, especially if you're an event that has more than 20 people you're really not conversing and connecting with those people. You're just maybe listening to a speaker or maybe you get a quick chance to introduce yourself, but there's no real place for that that water fountain connection. Do you know what I mean? You know, when you show up to any kind of meeting, you often make some great connections before the event begins. You talking to someone in the lineup, meeting someone even in the parking lot as you walk in together, meeting, maybe you went to get a drink at the bar and you have a conversation while you're waiting your turn. There's all these little stolen moments that have been completely removed from our vocabulary of communication. And I admire the way so many people have been able to change the way that they do business to try and find a way to make up for this lack of connection and these accidental meetings that really are very, very hard to manufacture when the only way that you are meeting is digitally. I am grateful that we've found new ways to work in our business 
It's been a year since we started meeting online every single day, Monday to Friday, working our Isano businesses together. That is absolutely a great gift. And I have created many friendships from that, which is really nice. People that I likely would never have connected with otherwise because we live in different countries or different time zones, or we work with different teams. That's been a real gift. And I'm curious for you, where have those new kind of ways to meet and connect have had a positive influence on the way that you work? Do you feel more or less connected than you did a year ago? I feel that in some ways I'm more connected to some people than I ever have been. And at the same time, there's a massive feeling of disconnection with so many people. Many people are completely fatigued from video meetings, which means that it's harder for us to connect because we're not meeting up in person. Uh, One suggestion I have is, you know, pick up the phone, have an actual phone call with somebody without the video. There's less pressure if you can't see what the other person is doing and you can just listen and hopefully give them your full attention and connect in that way. Another thing that I love doing for connection is sending voice memos. I use a couple apps like a Twitter direct message and discord direct message. They don't have the voice memo option. And I really miss that because it's something that I use a lot. I send people a little voice memo that way they're not locked into a conversation. However, we can, you know, chat back and forth. And there's a bunch of different apps that allow you to do that. There's Marco Polo and Boxer and all these things that you can download to have these kind of back and forth voice conversations without actually, you know, having to be on the phone at the same time. So there are other ways that we can connect. Absolutely. But I tell you friends, I don't know when we will be meeting in person again. I know that a lot of the organizations that I belong to have already made commitments to doing their annual events online till the end of 2021. And I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the future that we are going to be able to get together safely in a large group that we will feel confident and comfortable to hug a stranger for the first time when we meet them, that we will have those little water cooler moments again, or, you know, sharing a table with a stranger at lunch and not being fearful and being open to creating connections in that way. But today, you know, as we are approaching this anniversary of the lasts I want you to know that it's okay to be sad and it's okay to feel grief. I know you come to this podcast because you want to learn how to wake up with gratitude and you want to be inspired all the time and, and have different ways that you can practice gratitude. But this special podcast that I'm doing by myself is to share with you that I'm feeling sad right now. I'm feeling this moment of all the things that didn't happen. And that doesn't mean that at the same time, I don't have gratitude for all the incredible things that have happened. I do. 
I want you to be aware that you can have grief and you can be sad. And at the same time, you can have gratitude. You can live in both places and it's okay to acknowledge your feelings and to let them come to the surface, work through them, move through them. That's the most important thing I can say is wherever you are, keep moving through those feelings And I hope that together we find optimism and we're looking forward to the future and we're excited about all of the great things that have come through this year, even though we have experienced so many losses. My friend, thank you for just listening to me today and giving me a safe place to share how I've been feeling. I feel you. I hear you. I know that we're going to get through this together. We've made it through a year and I can't wait until we can find a way to get our gratitude community together in person, bring back so many of the the guests that I've interviewed on the podcast and just have a great big gratitude party together. Uh, Why not here on Vancouver Island? It's a great place to come and visit. So I promise I will find a way to bring us all together when the timing is right. Thank you, friends. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.